What's up with it, King? What's up with it, Queen? Y'all already know who it is. It's your big bruh, DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose Over Pointless Excuses. Yeah! Look, y'all already know what I do. Y'all know what my job is. Every week, my job is to bring you value on top of value on top of value. All my guests do the same. We inspire, we motivate, we educate, and ultimately, we empower. This week, there's nothing different. Look, I got a very special guest waiting in the background. Without any delay, without further ado, I would like to introduce to some and present to others, my bro, Mr. Curtis Price. Yeah. What's Yo, up with you, How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing well, bro. Welcome to the King Speaks podcast, man. Hey. We've been trying to get this one for a minute, right? I know. I know. It's an absolute honor and pleasure to be on this platform with you, man. I always, you know, I see what you're doing. Um, it was so good to link up with you, too, and finally actually, like, really really connect at um the level up tour and in atlanta so i'm I'm really excited to be here and to uh talk to your folks and yeah. and leave with some good information man man i'm excited man i enjoyed your speech at the uh level up tour it was phenomenal you taught me some things good um and, and i need to apologize to my listeners in advance if i sound a little different they like why you sound like that Look, I've been a little under the weather, but I'm back on top of things. I'm almost at 100%, not quite yet, but we must keep pushing, right? So without any delay, hey, Curtis, why don't you let us know exactly who is Curtis Price and what is it that you do, bro? Cool. Yeah. Well, my name is Curtis Price. Uh, so I had a very interesting kind of upbringing. Uh, my grandparents uh, opened up one of the first health food stores uh, between D.C. and Baltimore back in 1971. Uh, the little shop was called Laura Health Food. Uh, it literally grew, and um, we still are actually in business. My mom still runs the store. She does deliveries now for kind of her, uh, her close customers. But we've uh, had a health food store in the family for close to 55 years. Uh, so I really um, had a very unique kind of upbringing. Um, I grew up around vitamins and organic food uh literally before it became fashionable you know um even back in the day um moving around uh i actually ended up going to high school my my, my pops was in the military uh, big shout out to all the vets out there and all yeah. our uh, armed surface folks you know i'm a proud army brat um i'm air force man but you know we'll okay. get along yeah it's all good it's all good <laughs> So um, my, my grandfather is also retired army and uh, I moved around a bit. So I actually uh, moved to Italy and my seat my, for high school. And it was kind of at this time, I would still come back to the States to visit my grandparents because I was the high to get my gear. Because, you know, over there in Italy, you ain't have the J's, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so every summer, no, none, none. So every summer I come back home. And the health food store started to kind of take on a different, um, a different vibe where now I'm looking at protein powders and I'm looking at, you know, from a high school sports standpoint, you know, I, I used to run track. Um, I was actually champion of, in Italy for the high hurdles mm. and the 300 meter hurdles. Uh, so, you know, just looking at um, the weight room and, and looking at vitamins and it, it, it kind of took a different um different role in my, in my life personally. Um, just to fast forward, ended up going to uh, Delaware State, my first semester of college, and then transferred to Bowie State. Uh, so all my HBCUs out there uh, stand up. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
on campus, it was kind of funny because I was eating organic chips and I had, you know, my dorm room had snacks of organic stuff. And uh, a lot of folks didn't even realize, especially like my sweet mates, I would just tell them it's like healthy. And so they wouldn't eat it. They wouldn't, you know, the midnight munchie raid, <laughs> they wouldn't mess with my snacks, you know what I mean? Because they just thought they were healthy, but they tasted just like, you know, regular chips or what have you. Um, but on campus, I was kind of like a healthy go-to guy. Uh, I pledged to make a sci-fi. And so a lot of my chapter bros, they always wanted like, you know, the hookup on your Hemby and, uh, <laughs> and ginseng. And, you know, other other folks on the yard, you know, echinacea for cold, cold and flu. You know, I'd always have vitamins in my dorm room and everything. Um, and so once I graduated college, uh, again, just elevating my family store, because I was still, um, i still be working, you know, family's business. You know, I saw your kids, you know, bigging you up, just that that entrepreneurial you know, there's, there's no break, you know, like the store was open Monday through Saturday and, you know, I would, I would work. And, uh, when I graduated, these Dr. Atkins bars kind of hit the market mm -hmm. and, but folks weren't buying like, you know, one bar, or like five bars, man, folks, bro, they were walking out like boxes of bars. That... And I was just looking at that. Like we got all these bars, we got all this stuff in the shop, but like, Nobody's walking out with like eight boxes, 10 boxes. And um, I literally went from like a shelf of, of product to like an end cap. And I actually was able to convince my grandmother to um, let me carve out like this section in the store of just low carb products, right? Okay. Um, I put a key on the cash register so I could, I could track the sales of the low carb products that was moving. And um, needless to say, I opened up literally one of, it was one of the first low carb, low sugar stores in the country. Um, wow. This was, I, I gotta even do my, it was, this was a while ago. This was like 2005, 2003-ish. Um, but it opened up literally one of the first low carb stores in the country. Um, and it was like, after that, the Atkins diet like blew up. Mm. And so the store took off, you know, I was on, you know, we didn't have YouTube back then. We didn't have all this social media, but I was literally on CBS, Fox, because where I'm at in the DMV, um, all the news anchors are right here. You know, DC is 20 minutes from where I'm at. So it was kind of wild. I would actually have uh, news affiliates coming into my store to film it just for B-roll. So they would have a shelf of low carb stuff. So if they were running an Atkins story, they had B-roll footage. So by, by having the store, I was just getting like, you know, interviewed and everything. Um, and it was kind of in the store. At this point, my, my father became diabetic. And uh, with him being diabetic, knowing that diabetes, my, my late grandmother, his mom, actually um, passed away when he was little uh, due to complications with diabetes. And he basically, you know, essentially grew up really without, um, without his mom. Um, and prior to her passing, her foot was amputated due to diabetes. So I've always had, um, you know, with the store, I really started to look at not just a, a diet for losing weight, but the real health implications of cutting out sugar, cutting out processed carbohydrates, and just really cleaning up um, your eating 
And I say that because I grew up in a health food store. So there were products that I was consuming that were organic. Some were vegan, vegetarian. I mean, I had access to all of this. But when I started to really look at the nutritional labels and having this low carb, low sugar kind of mindset, high protein, it's when kind of the real light bulb went off of like, wow, you know, like it's, it's organic, but it's junk. You know, it's, it's, it's not healthy. It's just perceived because it's clean, you know? So it's kind of like you can have a, a Oreo cookie or you can have a, a Newman's organic Oh, which is like their knockoff of an Oreo cookie. Okay. They both pretty much have the same amount of sugar. It's just one's clean junk food and the other is just what, y- y- yucky junk food. You know what I mean? Just the uh, ingredient makeup. But when you look okay. at, you flip that thing over and look, they both still have 20, 30 grams of, of sugar carbs that you're, you're consuming. Um, so it really, it really kind of flipped my whole perception of like, this health food world that I grew up in. And like, I'm, already, I'm just thinking it's, it's healthy that once I really started looking at labels and it, it, it really changed my whole perception of like health and the health food industry um, as well. Yeah. So that's kind of the somewhat of the background, which led me into um, writing a book to really for our folks to have a, a, a more, personal down to earth understanding of what I feel out here is a very overcomplicated um, thing. You know, we get too caught up in um, the labels, or I'm a vegan, or I'm a vegetarian, or I'm a this, or I'm a that, mm-hmm. where if you really don't understand food, especially processed packaged food, you can be a vegan, you can be a vegetarian, and you're still unhealthy. You know, there's a lot of overweight vegetarians. Um, so I, I basically came up with this concept of the book uh, called The Itis Revealed. And I look at within the book kind of a, a history book. So I look at sugar's role through history um, okay. and how sugar was the one raw material that really fueled the slave trade. Wow. How it's still enslaving the black and brown community today. And then how you can actually break free from its shackles and live so wait out. A minute. So wait a minute, man. We're getting, we getting the history lesson right here because, <clears throat> excuse me, we're getting the history lesson right here, right? So let me back you up. Yeah. Now, we, 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 it's very clear that you're the health guru, right? We're going to call you the health guru because you grew up. You grew up eating health foods, man. Like you grew yeah. up eating good. Like, and then you said something about, uh, um, uh, the Oreo cookie, as opposed to the other cookie, where you said one was just clean and the yep. other one was dirty. Like, I don't think we've ever heard it put like yeah. that. Like, well, I'm not the only one. My listeners probably have never heard it put that way. Like, yeah. you're opening our eyes and our mind to a whole different way of thinking. Like, I never looked at the candy as yeah. dirty yeah. sugar, nasty yeah, yeah. sugar. Yeah, like, absolutely. I didn't know it was clean sugar, bro. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, it's kind of like, you know, if you... So two things quick, it's like, if, if, you know, you could, you could, um, you could smoke and, and, and have yucky crack, or you could have really good fair trade organic mm, crack. You're you. still smoking crack. You know, you're still exactly. eating sugar. Now that's not to be confused with a sugar that's going to be naturally found in 
a pineapple and an apple and you know there's there's naturally occurring sugar and then there's food that is packaged by a man or a woman that is loaded with sugar um the other interesting thing too bro is like when i was young the health food store you know my family shop you couldn't and i mean i grew up going to like trade shows uh even in the book i got pictures with um the late uh mr miyagi I would just run into just different because he would be representing some kind of like line. I got picked my brother and I like we're younger. Like I literally was in this health food industry. still am. But I tell folks too, like a Whole Foods couldn't have existed mm. 40 years ago, 30 years ago. And I say they couldn't oh, have existed. Well. They, they were probably open. Right. But when you go into a Whole Foods today, if you don't understand how to shop, you still buying a bunch of garbage yeah yeah you know what i mean but the amount of processed products didn't exist back then you know yeah. so i grew up in a very strict um i guess strict household i mean i would have vitamins every day yeah. we don't have the vi i give my kids like these like these gummy bear vitamins yeah. i'm like man i grew up with like the wafer Cause my grandmother was like, there's no, there, no Flintstones were coming in the house. Cause they might have, they probably had artificial coloring. Yeah. I was taking these joints that were like, you know, yeah, they just didn't taste like they do today. Yeah. But you know, when you look at the stores, the access of products, um, they just wouldn't have existed back then. So if you don't understand really that goes into that, you know, there's, you know, junky sugar, you know, bad sugar. Um, and that's that's part of the the somewhat of the facade of like, OK, I'm in this health food store now and everything's healthy. I'm putting this hat on of a of a vegetarian. And now the health fairy came down and deemed me healthier than other people. When in all actuality, if you really don't understand food, how it's you know, how what you're really consuming, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're not going to really be that healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you've taken all of your childhood experiences, right? And I think you said your, your family owned the stores since what, the fifties or something like that? 1971. So like 71, look at me. Yeah. Like 54 years, 54 years. So yeah. you took all of that experience growing up, eating, just <laughs> eating healthy, eating differently, right? You yes. took all of that experience, compiled your knowledge into a book, right? That itis revealed book, right? Yep. And that's where you go in depth. I like that. I want to point that book out as a point yep. of reference, because yep. in case they don't get all the details on this, I want them to know where they can get the rest of the information at. Yep. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me ask you this. Okay. What was the specific inspiration or the motivation behind choosing the career path? We know you're, you're the health guru, but then we know now the art uh, the author and then now we know you are also a speaker, right? We just shared right. the stage at the Level Up Tour conference. So what was your main motivation that you would say is behind that? Would it be the the, the fact that the diabetes ran in the family? Uh, would it be the the, the amputation that, that just said, hey, I'm going to do something about this? Like, what was right. that inspiration or that motivation, Curtis? You know, I think that um, part of it is actually just, um, I believe that I'm here for a reason. I think God put me here for a reason. Um, the way I grew up, the understanding of, of, of food and health food and vitamins and all this stuff, uh, I just want to help people. So 
I really come from um, a place of, of knowledge that I can talk to pretty much anybody, any walk of life and help them with their health and wellness, you know, however that might look. Um, I also opened up one of the first CrossFit uh, strength conditioning facilities in the DMV area. Um, that was like 13 years ago. Um, we're actually reopening. Um, it's called Fraternal Elite Fitness, but I've, I've, I've fully encompassed like health, strength conditioning, all of this. And then growing up the way I did, the book kind of serves as like, I dug back into the past um, to give people a different a different peek into the health, into sugar, like trying to trying to shake it up where it's not just a, okay, do this and lose 20 pounds in, you know, in a week or like some quick fix, say, this is the new, you know, the new ism or the new thing to like, like really we have a real epidemic like within our communities, like it's really bad. And I mean, I don't think that people really understand the, like the severity of we're eating ourselves to death. Come on, um, and that's why I personally feel too, like COVID had such an impact within the black and brown community because if you're overweight, if you have hypertension, if you have diabetes, you, your immune system, everything is already compromised. Wow. And now you have this, this, this disease that comes in, boom, and that's why it had such an impact within our community, like it, like it did. Yeah. So, you know, you see kids, you see how, I mean, people are really overweight and it's not, and it's not a vanity aspect, you know, there's, there, there's, there's this line too of like, you know, if you're full figured, by all means, if you're, mm-hmm. if you genetically grew up or you are this kind of, or if you want to, gain certain weight, look a certain way. There's, you know, there's all kinds of layers and levels to it, but the overall, you know, like we're, we're really um, unhealthy, you know? And so I guess going to, you know, what you were saying is like, I just have this like understanding of food, yeah. of health food. I could sit and chop it up with anybody and kind of add in. And it's, I've been doing this, I guess, for so long that anytime I'm sitting with folks and that's what was like, yo, I need to write a book. Like, yeah. cause I could just sit there and just, you know, oh, well, you know what, you should, and my mom is, my mom's just like it too, like, oh, well, you should take this and this, come on. and people are like, oh, and then over the years, we've had, I've had people come back and be like, oh, that worked, thank you, like, yeah, that was great, you know, wow. so I think it's just one of those, um, I'm passionate about health and fitness, I really enjoy it, um, and I just like helping people, I like, I like seeing people grow. And, you know, it's challenging, you know, it can be very, it's a very, very challenging thing to like, mm-hmm. want to really get healthy to, to, to lose weight and to get, you know, fit and fit is all relative to that individual to everybody's an athlete, whether you're a senior citizen, kid, wow. whatever, you know, to get fit, well, it's going to look different on everybody, you know, wow. but to take people from wherever you're at and then to go to another level and to go to another level to a point where it's kind of like, you don't really need, you know, don't really need me is it's a beautiful thing to see that, that, that progression. And so I do, I just, I just enjoy it. 
That's amazing, man. And, and you said a couple of things and I had to let you get it out. I ain't want to cut you off no more. Now, one thing you said is you've been doing it so long. So for the record, like, let's let the listeners and viewers know, like, exactly how long have you been in your profession? I've so I have been watching my sugar and processed carbohydrate intake for over 20 years. Come on, man. I've been um, I, I don't know if I was telling you um, when we met the keto like people. Are yeah, doing keto. yeah, yeah. You were telling me about that. Keto is just shortened. It's it's just shortened ketosis. So a lot of people don't even realize that you're doing the ketosis, the ketosis diet. And the ketosis diet was actually really um, put out there by Dr. Atkins. So anybody doing keto, you're doing the Atkins diet. So having like this understanding of like, of food, of, 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 and being in that, be really being in that space. When I opened up, um, my shop was called Whoa, That's Low, the low carb, Mm -hmm. low sugar superstore. When I opened that up, I had family members. I had people that were like, what are you doing? people didn't even know what a carbohydrate was you know like like this was so far i mean this was even my boxing trick like my boxing coach i was like yeah i'm gonna open up a low carb store he was like what do you you know like low carb what are you talking about and then sure enough understand your purpose and then boom it's on the news like the dr atkins or the low carb i've been at banks turn me down for loans and um literally a local bank turn me down my family had been, because we've had the health food store, my family had been banking with them for probably, at this point, 30 years, right? So, I mean, it's me going in for the loan. You've been seeing me come in here with deposits or like, you, you know you know who I am. You, you know, know what I mean? family business. You, you know, know what we, we do. do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Didn't understand it, right? Wow. Can't do it. Within six months of me opening and how it blew up, literally like the vice president of the bank came into the shop to the health food store and was like, was told my grandmother, like, Hey, I wasn't there. It was like, look, if your son, if your grandson needs anything, you know, please tell him to come back. Or, you know, at that point, <laughs> yeah, at that point we had already opened store was like, was all wow. over the news. I mean, like on TV, this and that. And um, I actually went, I got a loan through them and I bought out a competitor. And at one point I had two, I had two locations and I was, I did all, I was doing all this, like my mid twenties, but this was like brick and mortar retail. Um, but I, I knew how to, where to order shelves, freezers. You know, I li- literally, I, I grew up in, in all of that, that world, you know, this is so phenomenal. Uh, Curtis, listen, you were talking about, matter of fact, you mentioned the word is challenging earlier. And yeah. my question was, uh, it was going to be, I don't even know if I need to ask it because you've already addressed a challenge that you faced early on. And let me make sure I understood that. I like to pull out nuggets for the listeners yeah. and viewers. So here's the bank acting like they don't know you, telling you I can't do nothing for you because you're doing something different. You're doing something they ain't never seen blow up before. Yes. So they didn't know that it was valuable. But you said not even six months went by. Within six months, you blowing up. You all over the news. And then Mr. Bank, Mr. Banker, yeah. Yeah. they all of a sudden, uh, hey, remember anything, who you are. Bro, literally anything wow. your grandson, anything your grandson needs, come to come, oh, you know, come and see us. Hey, wow. Sure enough, I eventually I pulled up and was like, hey, I'm trying to buy out a competitor. 
I needed the loan for, um, you know, to purchase their inventory and everything and uh, got it. And, and even at this point in period of time, yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have braids. My brother, he was my part. He had corn. Like it was, it was, it, we've always, it's just been this, like, it was just a comedy scene going into like not the branch. We're going into this <laughs> other building down the street that's, you know, where they bank out of. And you can tell like the receptionists and people like, oh, wow, they're coming to, you know, that's that, that has to be, that's the low carb guy or the guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But it was just that, uh, it was something I, I was passionate about, going to make happen, going to do it. And that's kind of how I've been, you know, Mindset. yeah, my whole life. Yeah. Like, like your passion would not be denied. That's, that's, that's that purpose right there. Curtis, that purpose. Like, like you was, man, you had, you had odds against you. First of all, man, it wasn't, you were doing the unpopular thing at an unpopular time, but because you were passionate about purpose, see, a lot of times we follow our passion, but we, 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 and we forsake our purpose, right? But mm -hmm. you, right? You were so passionate about your purpose that you wouldn't take no for an answer. Okay, since the bank ain't gonna give me the money, I'm gonna start the business anyway. Why? Because I believe in what I'm doing. I care about what I'm doing. This business adds value to people because you looked at all the people around that look like you and yeah. I, and you said, look, we too obese. We getting, we, we dealing with diabetes. We got a lot of underlying health issues and majority of them, you will find the common denominator of what we eat yeah. in it. Right. I'm inspired by it, man. And listen, if you're inspired, I need you to hit the thumbs up. Right. I need you to hit the like button. I need you to type a comment. Look, I need you to share this with about five to 10 people who you want to see put their purpose over pointless excuses. I know I'm getting a lot out of this. Therefore, I know you got to be. So go ahead, hit the thumbs up, hit the likes, share it with about 10 people. But listen, Curtis, let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you say what would you say would be the most important lessons you've learned over your career? Um, well, are we talking, uh, within like business aspect, entrepreneurial aspect, health, like health all, living, all, all of the above. If you can tie them all in, that's perfect. If not, right. pick, the, pick one that means yeah. the most to you and give it to me. Yeah. I would say, um, so this will, this will tie, tie, tie this will, in, in my book, um, the itis reveal, I have, uh, my three P's, which is, uh, patience, um, passion and perseverance. So I would say like the perseverance aspect uh, is gonna, we're all gonna persevere, you know, and points of our, in our life, you know, you, so when you look at, when you look at your health and wellness, a lot of times folks will go down the road of putting this title on to be healthy and then they're craving chicken mm. and they wanna have chicken. Yeah. And so the way I am is like, well, eat chicken, but you don't have to have fried chicken. Come on, you talk to me, man, because I'd be yeah. on that chicken, man. So help, no. please help me. If you didn't help nobody else, help me. <laughs> right. So so you have the chicken. But what a, what a lot of folks will do is like, I had chicken. I fell off of my diet. And now it's over. Right. And then it's that. It's kind of like this constant spire. It's a, it's a it's a up and down, up and down. You'll start this diet, it'll go. You fall off because you had cake at your you know your kid's birthday party, or you know like 
So the perseverance aspect is um is one of those that I look at look at a lot where if you do have a piece of cake, if you do, you know, have that piece of chicken, it's not the end of the world. Come on, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like be mindful of it. Recalibrate. Like if you had cake at lunch for because you had a social event, that doesn't mean you're gonna have cake at dinner. Come on. And then cake the next day. You know, so it the the perseverance aspect, um, I think is because it'll it it fits in so many facets of our life. Um, another thing I always will, will tell folks, or I always put out there, is a one of my mentors would always say, "Little hinges swing big doors." Mm, so, wait, and wait, I, that's a bar, man. Run that back. Don't you dare yeah. stop. Run that back. Little hinges swing big doors. I love it, man. Yeah. So, you know, you make little tweaks to your lifestyle. You make little tweaks to your fitness. You know, you make these little progressions that, you know, you might not think of cutting, going from sweet tea, which I got to, I was in, when I was in Atlanta, <laughs> one of my best friends, he's like my, my sister, we actually went to school in Italy, amazing chef. She took me to um, this wing spot, Crickets. Went to crickets, Jr. Crickets, cause you know I'm from you know I'm from Atlanta, yeah. man. Jr. Crickets, Jr. Crickets, I already know. Bro, wings are off the hook. But I, <laughs> I asked yeah. the waitress, I was like, I was like, do you have um unsweetened tea? <laughs> she looked at me. Nah, man. <laughs> she nah. looked at me and was just like, not in there. I was like, I mean, it was like blasphemy. That, wow. But but the tweet, the little hinge, is going from sweet tea to unsweetened tea. You know, the amount of sugar that you're eliminating, you know, one, one, one cup, because I mean, you know, it's not a little, little serving. It's a, and you got free refills wherever you go. So you could look at easily 40 grams of sugar in just the drink. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So now you add French fries to that. You add this to that. So you can easily start to consume a hundred grams of carved sugar in a very relatively quick time and it's empty it's not doing anything for you you just want the sweetness you just want sugar so the little hinge is if you are go cut out sweet tea and have unsweetened tea Mm. if you have to sweeten it use a sugar substitute and then there's like this whole conundrum of like well is 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 splenda safe is equal safe is nutrisweet safe is you know, so then you have all these other like health gurus that will, you know, demonize sugar substitutes. There's healthy ones, there's stevia, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things you can do. But yeah. at the end of the day, if you're accustomed to drinking regular sweet tea, you want to now have unsweetened tea and use Splenda, I'm all for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of yeah. that person, where you're at in your journey, mm. pivot to Splenda. Talk like, that. Speak. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you'll you'll see folks on on Instagram. I see like, don't eat broccoli, and I'm just like, oh, like mm-hmm. I, there might be health, there might be something to that, but that's such a hard lift. Like, I just wow. eat broccoli. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> more than likely what you're eating. Right, right, right. To get that like that detailed in. Now, if you're that on point with your with your living and your you could probably be like, I'm gonna cut out broccoli because you're you, you're dialed in. 
yeah. you know, but for the for the regular pop for regular folks out here, yeah, to now it, it becomes more confusing. Well, don't eat this. We shouldn't eat this. Well, don't eat that. Well, what can I eat? And we don't know what to eat. Right. You know, Come we're on. gonna eat, you gotta eat something. Yeah. And that that that's part of the book too, is like I have um pyramids. I've broken down foods into pyramid groups. So you have a fruit pyramid, a vegetable pyramid, a protein pyramid, um, a fat pyramid. I and essentially, if you eat the best of these pyramids, you're good. Whether you're vegetarian, whether you're meatitarian, pescatarian, whatever you are, if you eat these bases, yeah. the carb number naturally is lower. You know, everything is is safer. The higher up in the pyramid you go, the more unhealthy your choice that you're kind of making. So to give people real like real feedback of like, I eat, I love to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I eat and I, I I personally don't consume pork, but I eat chicken, I eat fish, I eat beef, I eat lamb. But I'll, I'll joke with some like vegan friends or vegetarians like, I'll eat vegan. I'm just going to have like a really good piece of steak with, <laughs> <laughs> I dig with it, I dig all my it, vegetables and like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm going to have a good, you know, some, some nice chicken or like, you know, yeah. some days um, I won't have I, for this meal. It might be vegetarian, but I still understand the makeup of my plate that just because it's, I'm not having like a ton of rice. And that's what you'll see a lot of folks will, you know, they'll, they'll make that pivot of like, okay, I'm not eating meat anymore, but now you're just consuming so many carbohydrates Wow! because you got to eat and now your body's going to burn through and then you're hungry again, burn through them. And that's why you'll be snacking and snacking. But if you put good fat and protein in your body, you know, you can't eat a huge bag of like macadamia nuts, but you can eat a big bag of Doritos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. the macadamia nuts have fat, they have protein in it. You know, it's a, a more hearty, you know, food to consume. Yeah. And that's and that's all part of like understanding food, understanding how to make like, okay, well, let me eat this instead of this. Uh, in my house, Friday nights are pizza night, you know, young kids we're gonna have pizza but we're not having pizza saturday and then monday okay and then wednesday boundaries okay yeah you know it's a and 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 they know too like the way my children have raised you know have, have come up they understand you know a food label they understand kind of like healthier you know when i was a kid like we wouldn't have like no honey crunch no honey honeycomb no Captain Crunch. Man, no Captain Crunch. I love right. Captain Crunch, man. No, that, I mean, that's 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 my all time all time favorite <laughs> Captain Crunch. Uh, oh, but if we if we did, it was like such a big, you know, it was a real treat. Yeah. And um, even now, like you know, my kids will have like you know their cereal Saturday mornings, have some cereal, yeah. but I let them know that's not your breakfast. You know what I mean? Like, you just got up. You want to make yourself? I'm still in the bed or whatever make some cereal now i'm gonna make a little light snack yeah it's all good like enjoy it you're on you know watching your you know gumball or whatever you're doing get it in but now i'm gonna make some turkey bacon you have some fresh fruit mm. and some eggs now this is your breakfast talk that. put some pro you know what i mean like come on down get some protein get some you know get something like that's actually nutritionally benefiting your body and so as they grow up they understand food and that's that's really a thing too within the diabetes world it's like a lot of it is really 
um, I've, I've done talks where I've had people like, well, diabetes is in my family. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm like, nah, the way your, your grandmother ate, the way your mom ate, the way you eat, the way your kids, it's, that's what's genetically being passed down. It's not a, a mystery gene of diabetes. Now okay. we can get like type one is a whole nother, you know, but typical type one diabetics tend to be slim. Very seldom are you going to see real overweight type one diabetic, you know, because their body makes no insulin. And if they eat garbage, you know, they could die. Wow. It's the type two and the pre-diabetes. And that's kind of like diabetes in my family. No, the poor eating, the lack of movement, that's what's inherited. That's what's in your family. Wow. And that's what you then will pass down to the next generation. And then it just keeps compounding. And so my whole thing is to like, okay, this is how you live a healthy lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, you know, again, the little hinges, swinging big doors, little yeah. tweaks, you know, and then you compound that though over six months, over a year has a huge, huge impact. And now you're doing, you're living a real healthy lifestyle versus some diet, this diet, that, you yeah. know, the, the, what was it? The lemon, lemon, <laughs> but I mean, cause I'm in the store, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm in the store, got to a point where like, you know, Shorty will come in and be like, uh, I need grape bee maple. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me take, I got here, here you go. Cayenne, onion, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And then you would see like, okay, are you, you, you know, this is like a cleanse. Wow. This ain't like how you live. You know, you don't, yeah, yeah. you don't live on the detox. Like, come on, come on, come on. Cleanse detox. And then, you know, you got to eat food again. Cause if you just yeah. do the apple juice diet, I'm sure you'll probably drop weight. You know what I'm saying? If you drink nothing but apple juice and then you're going to be starving when you're done, you're <laughs> down because your yeah. body's like, yo, <laughs> feed me. Man, and that, you know, so just all of these things is I try to put, you know, into the book where it's kind of a memoir um, out. You know, I have a story in there. This guy that was uh, he was looking for he was looking for quinoa, which is uh, quinoa. Right. So he was like, hey, do you have a quinoa, quinoa? And, and I was like, you know, yeah, I, it's quinoa. I got you. Went took down to the aisle where we had all the, you know, beans and whatnot and yeah. grains. And then he was like, oh, do you eat this? And I was like, nah. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like over, he was like overweight and, um, and it, not, not, not knocking anybody. Right. Right. But then he okay. was like, he was like, so do you eat meat? I was like, yeah. He was like, how do you eat meat? how do you work in a store like this and you eat meat? Mm. And then I'm looking at him like, bro, like I could take you out back and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mine. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. like, you shouldn't be eating this quinoa, that, this quinoa that you're looking for. You really yeah. shouldn't have that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you should be making kind of like looking at eating different food, but, yeah. but the judgment of, like, okay, so you're a vegetarian. I'm, I don't care what you eat, yeah. but don't look at me like, how could I work in the store? And then again, like the business, you know, person that I am growing up at that point too, I was like, I'm not, I'm gonna help you buy that quinoa. You know <laughs> so, what I like about it? You know saying, I love the transparency, man. Like, 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 like you straightforward. Like, mm. I love the honesty. I love the transparency. Like, like you just straightforward about it. You keep it real with, obviously, the customers. You kept it real on this interview. And I'm pretty sure you're keeping it real in that book. That seems like the go-to book. One question. Where can they contact you? 
website, yeah. email, social media, where can they get that book? So the, um, my Instagram, Facebook is a uh, Curtis price live all together. So Curtis price live L I V E. Uh, my website for speaking is curtispricelive.com and the itis revealed. So it's all together. www.theitisrevealed.com is where uh, you'd be able to, uh, to purchase the book as well as I have uh, courses that I'm offering as well, many courses. And I have a free gift for anybody. Basically, if you go to theitisrevealed.com, you'll get a freebie. Uh, just I have something about um, saboteurs, you know, to watch out for uh, within your healthy kind of like journey. But yeah, yeah Curtis Price Live pretty much on everything. And then theitisrevealed.com. I love it. I love it, man. One more thing. I didn't realize how long we've been on here, man. But look, Where, I got to. Yeah. I got to ask you one more thing before you yeah. go. Like, and I always save this question for last because somebody's watched this. Like you've been very informative. You've been very educational. You've even been inspirational. Like you've inspired people to take action and you've comforted people to let them know. Like if you fall up, if you fall down, get up yeah. and keep moving. Now, listen, you got somebody attention, right? But it's, it's, it, it's a, maybe it's fear. Like maybe it's that generational hereditary way of eating that's been passed down from grandmama and them. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but to that person who's watching this and they like, I hear you, DeMont, I hear you, Curtis, but this all I could do. This is the best I can do. Like, what would you say to that person before they give up on themselves? What would you say to that person? You only have one body. Mm. You know, you only have one body that we know of. Uh, every 3,000 miles or so, you're going to go get a car, you're going to go get an oil change. A lot of times we'll pay more attention to our um, physical, our material surroundings than we do our own body. So again, little hinges swing big doors. Mm -hmm. And there's a, 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 a poet that has a quote, that you let your ish bubble quietly and then you blow. So <laughs> with that, don't tell everybody, you know, don't, you don't have to tell everybody that you're drinking unsweetened tea now instead of sweet tea. It's, this is your body. You know, this is your journey. This is your experience of like how to live, how to eat, how to be healthy. So a lot of times, you know, we'll, we'll want to get on that, like I'm doing this. And then the naysayers are going to come mm. and they're going to come you know, some subconsciously, they're not even conscious of what they're doing, sabotaging you. And some might actually be sabotaging you on purpose. Food is a very powerful thing. Food is really powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could talk politics. We could talk sex. We could talk all stranger, like come meet somebody out, talk all kinds of stuff. But if I'm like, you shouldn't be eating them chips. Ooh. You, you disrespected them in the, in the major way. I mean, oh. you, I mean, you, you, well, I don't know what, you know, you shouldn't really be doing, you know, are you going to eat all of that? Are you eating? You might have to, might be throwing blows. Wow. Food is very, very powerful. Mm. And I go into that too. I, bro, I mean, we just kind of scratch the surface. I go mm. into like fungus. We got wow. fungus out of us. That's why you crave sweet. Fungus releases a mycotoxin to stimulate you to feed it. An alcoholic isn't chemically dependent on beer, wine, or liquor. The alcoholic is chemically dependent on that beer, wine, or licking liquor 
converting into glucose. That's why you always Dang. see sugar, candy, and alcohol rehab centers. So you went from, if you have a drinking problem, it's one thing, but you went from rum and coke to Skittles. So the, the yeah. fungus is still getting fed. That's why we crave sweet. We don't crave protein. We don't yeah. crave fiber, but we'll crave sweet or salty. Um, so I go into fungus in the book that kind of transitions into, you know, cleansing, how to live a healthy, you know, food, healthy lifestyle, the historical aspect. I think people were really just very different. Um, we, we think most people think of uh, slavery in America with cotton and tobacco. Yeah, that's yeah. so late. That's so after the fact. You know what was it? A uh, fourteen is it fourteen seven fourteen ninety two seventy two? Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Hmm. Whatever that year is, the next year the first African came to the Caribbean. So the fourteen hundreds, slavery started. America, Plymouth Rock didn't get hit for another 200 years. Mm. So the Americas weren't even, America wasn't even colonized and the slave trade was rolling. You know what I mean? But we'll, we'll think of like tobacco cotton and that's America's like slavery, you know, was that's, that's America. But the slave trade was already well enrolling. And the reason it was well enrolling was because of England's consumption of sugar. And wow. sugar is what fueled the slave trade to the Americas. So just trying to give folks just a different different perspective of yeah. health, wellness, and then an actual an actual like game plan of yeah. here's how to live a healthier lifestyle. Listen, man, y'all heard him say it. We've just only scratched the surface. Look, we've gone significantly over our time. You gotta hey. go and get that book. Listen, man, that's your big bruh. Curtis Price, you already know me. I'm your big brother, DeMont Pope, AKA Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses telling you purpose looks good on you. I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs>